Welcome back to episode 7 of the Where I Grew Up To podcast. MacArthur Park, Los Angeles. Episode 7 of the Where I Grew Up To podcast. Everybody's like, God damn, still brazy. Thank God you came out with episode 7. We've been waiting all this time for episode 7. Like, what the fuck? I know, I know, I know. I, I, it was just me. It was just me. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I got lazy with it. I said to myself, maybe the topics that I'm saying don't make any sense to people. Maybe the topics that I'm saying people aren't resonating with. Maybe the topics that I'm talking about people don't give a fuck about. But bro, I looked at, I looked at the analytics of the last six episodes. Yo, because of you guys listening to the podcast, right? Because of you guys really resonating to this podcast, the amount of income that I made from doing these podcasts enabled me to go buy another camera. That's right, folks. I'm getting a new camera. Speaking about cameras, I sold off all my gear. On top of selling off my gear with the income with prints, with the income uh, with the podcast from the six episodes, I looked at it because I was literally just going to give it up. I said, you know what? Fuck it. But then the homie Ben Baller kind of put me up on speed and he's like, look, bro, you could stick to the same topic three million motherfucking times. It's kind of like the same reason people wear white tees and dickies. They always going to wear that shit. You know, you just got to flip it up a little bit differently. I said, fuck it. All right, let's go ahead and do it. So on this episode, we're going to talk about gear. We're going to talk about equipment. We're going to talk about why did I sell my big ass Canon EOS R? Why did I sell my Contax G2 that I completely fell in love with? And the reason is this, the kind of photography that I've been doing, I literally just started in maybe March. Cause when I got my camera back in, in, in January, I was literally just kind of figuring out what I want to shoot. I mean, I could be that guy that shoots random shit, but I didn't have, um, I didn't have a view of what I really wanted to shoot and what I wanted to incorporate into my photography. So I said, all right, cool. I got this big ass DSLR. I got a a 24 millimeter 1.4 Sigma art lens. So it's basically a wide focal length so I can use it at nighttime. And it's beautiful when you actually go up to your subject and you can basically see the depth of field. Everything is completely blurred out. It really helped me for a lot of nighttime shots. So ever since I got into doing LAPD photography into you know, manifesting into that vision as far as trying to gain what LAPD does on a day-to-day basis and capturing those images. And by capturing those images and going into that field, I encounter gang members, I encounter uh, savages, I encounter transients, I encounter all walks of life. Dead bodies even. I even saw two dead bodies ever since I've been doing this shit. It's fucking wild. So, One of the biggest things that I said to myself on when I jump out the car, this camera that I have, the Canon EOS R, it's a beautiful camera. It's it's definitely built strong. I don't know all the ins and outs of the specs of the actual device, but I know that every time I run up to my subject, I automatically give off where I'm at. When I go and see an officer that's arresting somebody and I'm trying to capture the officer's photo and I'm trying to capture the suspect's photo, boom, both the officer and the suspect look at me and be like, hey, hey, hey he doesn't want his picture to be taken. Then the suspect's like, hey, bro, I don't want my picture to be taken. And it's both of them coming at me at once. 
but you got three people that are standing behind me with iPhone cameras and recording, but they're not getting shit talked to. I'm just there for pictures. If I wanted to record video, I can record fucking 4K, 4K video if I wanted to, but I'm, I'm just not doing it for video. I'm, not, I'm doing it for artistic purposes. I'm just here to capture the moment, capture the image. So I was like, damn, man, every time I jump out the car, like this happens. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to bring out my Contax G2. So Contax G2 is a film camera. It's a full frame 35 millimeter film camera. You have to load your different type of film to it. The, the lens that I had on it was a 35 millimeter lens. It wasn't like my 24 millimeter that I had on my Canon. So this way I could stand a little bit further back and I can get more of the picture in, in the background without me having to walk up so close. And it had a flash on it too. So I was going up, I was going up, I'm taking these photos. Sometimes the, the button wouldn't, wouldn't the, the shutter wouldn't go off. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm, I'm ready to take this photo. I have the aperture wide open at F2. I got the flash on and the butters, the, the, the butter, excuse me, the button is just not releasing. There were so many moments that I missed with that fucking camera that I said to myself, you know what, dude, it's time to get rid of it. And plus also going out to the places to get my to get my film developed, I go there with a lot of positive energy. I meet the owner, everything, you know, I, I don't mind paying what the cost is, but they started acting a little strange. They were just like, oh, we're busy. We're not going to get, we're not going to get your film ready for the next 72 hours. I'm like, you guys say within an hour. Then I started coming back. They said two hours. Then they started saying 24 hours. Now it's, I'm like, there's too much to it. With film, I started developing my own scans in my bathroom, but then the cost of bringing the chemicals in, it becomes tedious and expensive. It's just like budget wise, it's, it's really expensive. And then some photos come out overexposed or underexposed and that's my fault. That's definitely my fault. Not every picture is going to come out perfect. That's totally my fault. And I, I just said to myself, all right, well, you know what? Let me just stick to doing digital because I love the look of film, but we're in a generation now where technology is here. I, I don't see why we're going to go backwards unless I, I would say that if I'm on a plateau where I'm getting consistent funds coming in, coming in from this photography thing. Okay, cool. I'm gonna dabble into film and kind of fuck around with film here and there. I'll probably carry like a point, like a, um, like a throwaway camera, like one of the Kodak throwaway cameras just to kind of get that film effect. But for now, I, I said, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this camera. So I finally sold the camera on OfferUp. Speaking about OfferUp, fuck OfferUp. There's so many fucking weirdos that go on OfferUp. You can say, hey, this camera's cost $2,000. Give me a fair offer. I'll give you $1,000. Bro, that's not a fucking fair offer. You get what I'm saying? Like, tell me, hey, bro, you know what? I, I'm a photographer. I'm, I'm into doing this, you know, and I, this is what I wanna use the camera for just people don't know how to approach individuals nowadays. And it's always these youngsters. They're so immature. I'm not kidding you. Anybody that's under 27, I'd say like 80% of them are just so immature. They, they lack, they lack approachability towards under other individuals. And I find it to be quite sad. So Anyways, one guy hit me up. He was really cool. I knocked him off like 200 bucks off the camera. He bought everything. He paid me cash. Done, right? Then I said to myself, also, also I said, okay, well, I'm going to start renting lenses for my uh, Canon EOS R, for my digital camera, my mirrorless digital camera. So I rented an 85 millimeter 1.2. Holy motherfucking shit. When that 85 millimeter 1.2 RF lens came in, it was like a fucking chode. The thing was so fucking big. It looked like a fucking bazooka on my camera. My camera has a small body. It was just sticking out like a motherfucker. 
when I went down to MacArthur Park to go document in that area, I seen that there were canine units, there were helicopters, cops all over the place, yellow tape all over the place, couple of gang members all over the place. I ran up over there and there were so many people. I was getting, I, I, I gave up my cover because of that fucking lens. That lens was so fucking big where, where a couple of the gang members and they were like, hey fool, what are you taking pictures of? Don't be taking pictures around your dog. And I'm like, fuck, this lens over here costs like 3,200 bucks. I don't want to get into it with these weirdos and you know, it's just going to be a problem. I don't want to blow my cover. I was like, damn man, it, beautiful, beautiful lens though. It would capture such beautiful portrait shots. Beautiful portrait shots, like everything's blurred in the background. You could, you basically, it, it's not a zoom lens, but it focuses in so close to the person and just everything is just milky bokeh in the background, just blurred out. And the person in front of you is just crispy clear. Now with that lens, an 85 millimeter 1.2, you can't get helicopter photos. That's the problem. You can't get helicopter photos with the cops at the bottom. Just can't do it. The focal length is, is it, it's too far out. I said, fuck it, let me try a 50 millimeter, right? 50 millimeter was beautiful. I, I rented the 50 millimeter. I love the 50 millimeter. I think the 50 millimeter is great because it captures like, I would say like from your waist all the way up to your head. It's not like an 85. You just have to stand a little bit further back. But trying to get the helicopter shot in the background with the person, with the officer, it's a little challenging. It's really tough to do with a 50 millimeter. But I feel like a 50 millimeter is worth having, especially at, a, at an aperture at 1.2. So when I say 1.2, it's just how, many, how much light comes into the actual camera. So the lower the aperture, it's better at night. And I've noticed myself, I take a lot more night photography. So I'll say, cool. The problem with that lens, again, it's fucking big. It's too big. It blows my fucking cover. And it's, it, it becomes heavy after a while. You know, I started to know that the type of things that I'm doing is jumping out the car and taking these, taking these Vogue portraits of officers and criminals and people that are being pulled over, whatever the case may be in the area, I need something light and easy to carry with me, but yet high performance has to have those two. And when, when something that's light and easy to carry with high performance, the dollar value goes skyrocket up. So I was like, fuck man, like I need to get rid of this camera. I put it for sale with my 24 millimeter 1.4. And mind you, the Sigma art lens that I have was attached to an adapter because the Sigma art lens is an EF mount. The Canon EOS R is a newer camera. It's an RF mount, so you have to get an adapter. So by putting an adapter, you're leaving a little space from the actual lens to the sensor, right? It's, I don't think it's a big deal on focusing. It focused perfectly fine. Some people complain about it. I, I never found an issue with it. It's just that people want to have the camera and the lens attached to the sensor perfect, like so close to it. Sigma hasn't made the RF mounts. I know that they're going to make some pretty soon. But the thing is, is that it sticks out way too far and it's not attractive to carry. To carry that Canon EOS R lens is uncomfortable. It doesn't hold like my Contax G2. When I carried my Contax G2, oh my God, it was completely comfortable. But it just, it wasn't capturing the shots because I don't know, it was maybe the focusing system because that camera, the Contax G2 camera has and it, it's all electronic. You can't really control anything. You can set it to manual, but again, it's all electronics. It works great in the daytime. At night, it's kind of, it, it's, it's fishy at night. It really is. So I thought that maybe my camera was having issues, but I talked to a couple of other, other friends that shot with the Contax G2, and they said, whenever you're in extreme low light conditions, it's gonna be really tricky because what it is is that camera has to focus and then it lets go of the shutter because that's, what the electronics are built to do in that specific camera. I was like, okay, cool. 
the t- I was using different kinds of film too. I was using high ISO film, low ISO film. I mean, you name it. I was using all kinds. But there's been a couple of shots that I've taken that are fucking like amazing, amazing shots. But it just kind of sucks that damn out of 36 shots, I only got two good shots and I just paid 20 bucks or okay, well, 12 bucks to get my film developed. But you know, you want to get scans and email to you that think that's like another $7. So let's round it off to 20 bucks. And then I got to drive to the location, pick up my negatives, drop it off, deal with their whack customer service. I don't want to throw names out on the places where I went to go get film developed because they just, their customer service really kind of sucks. On top of that too, after I sold my Canon EOS R, after I sold it, I was completely happy. I said, okay, I got all this money in my pocket now. I could buy whatever I want. I fucking whatever. I was looking at Leicas. So the Leica camera is a German handmade camera. I don't know the complete specs of the camera. This is what I know so far, that it's a beautiful looking camera, that it's expensive as fuck, but it gets the job done right to an extent. So the camera that I was actually looking at was a Leica Q, which came out in 2015. So it makes it a ooh, five-year-old, cam- over five-year-old camera, right? So, uh, I said, okay, well, it's a 24 millimeter camera. It's a 20, oh, no, it's a 24 megapixel camera. It's a full frame sensor and the lens is a 28 millimeter 1.7. I was like, ooh, 1.7. That sounds kind of good because it's getting in that low aperture because I shoot night shots. So I was like, fuck, man, how does it work? And I'm looking at YouTube videos, right? And I don't believe every single little thing from each YouTuber. I just kind of take away what they talk about in their experiences. I have to say, man, looking at these YouTube videos and seeing people, how they do photography, they'll sit there and talk about the camera for like 20 minutes and they barely take any fucking photos. It's like, bruh, talk about the camera for like two minutes and then go out there and take photos. That's the only way that we as the user can understand how these photos look like. And I feel like majority of these YouTubers like live in these suburb areas. Like none of them are from LA. I don't see a camera a camera YouTuber that's from Los Angeles, downtown LA, documenting the hood. It's an untouched market. I'm like, man, do I have the opportunity here to go do this and really start a trend? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. It's a good idea. Damn, I'm over here feeding game. Maybe somebody might listen to this and be like, I got an idea. Fuck it, eh? Let's go out there and shoot. But the thing is, it's more than that. It does take a lot more than that. You can stand behind the yellow tape, photo shoot the cop, this and that, but do you know how to engage with the officer that's on patrol? Do you know how to engage with that officer and introduce yourself on who you are? That's what journalism's all about, is you have to get information on what's going on at the scene. Some people do it that say, yeah, we're barrio journalists. They're like 20 years old, 21. It's like, dude, no, no, you're not. You're not a journalist. You're just a fucking kid with a camera that chews bubble gum and photo shoots people in your area. But you, there's no structure to it. Like, your page looks like shit. You just throw a bunch of shit out. That's all it is. There's no, like, structure to it. When people look at my Instagram page and they're like, damn, bro, like, I love the way you set everything. And I treat my Instagram page like a mood board. I don't even treat it like my personal, like my personal project. Sometimes I'll throw a picture that I found from, like, the 1980s and I'll throw one of my photos right next to it. Then I'll find a photo on fucking Tumblr and I'll throw that on there. Oh, boy, be careful throwing photos on Tumblr because with my audience now, everybody wants to attack everybody. Oh, my God, you're stealing photos. How do you steal a photo? I just found it on Tumblr. I'm just posting it on my page. I never said that I took it. I never said that, hey, I, I took this photo that was back in fucking 1992 
and shot by Still Brazy. I never wrote that. I just posted it on my page with a quote. There's, there's millions of pictures with quotes on the picture. There's millions of them. Do you have to go search dick deep down and search for the photographer? Fuck that. It's fucking the internet. I'm not claiming that it's mine. So people create these own narratives because they're complete haters. That's the reason why they do it. They just want to see, oh my God, he's coming up. Damn, his photography looks dope. Damn, he's been doing this for about six months. Fuck that fool. But they won't say it to my face. Because the same individuals that seen me on, in the field, I encountered one in, in, in Wilmington. There was another uh, photographer. He saw me and I looked at him. I said, hey, what's up? He looked at me, he gave me one of them like skonka roll your eyes over. Like, you know, the things that bitches do, you know, they kind of roll their eyes, you know, like the bitch that rolls her eyes. I was like, damn, yeah, you're a fucking Mark, bro. I looked at his ass and we took the exact same photo, but I was in a different angle. He was at a different angle. He was with like three of his boys. I'm like, all right, you know, you're Mr. Tough guy over here, you know, like thinks he's, I can't even call him a tough guy because he didn't even say anything to me. He just, I just looked at him. I'm like, Hey, what's up? You know, I looked at his ass. I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's just, they're just a bunch of little kids, man. They were born in like 2000. They were born in 98, 99. Like I lost my virginity in 96. Or maybe it wasn't 97. <laughs> like for me to lose my virginity before you were born, that says a lot about me and a lot about you. Respect your elders, bitch. Because let me tell you something. I see motherfuckers that see me in person and they don't say shit. Because I, I pose out a lot of positive energy, but a lot of these dudes take shit from Instagram. Oh my God, you posted this picture on your story, bro. You're stealing it. It's just a picture that I found on the fucking internet, bro. I never said that it was mine. You're assuming that. That's your opinion if you think that. When people say, where do you find this picture? I found it on the internet. That's what I said. Instagram isn't like the all to be all for. Now, I'm going to have a gallery pretty soon. I hope really soon. That's what's in the works. I'm not going to say with who because it's going to be a complete surprise. But I'm not going to go out there and just, you know, I'm going to post obviously my shit. I'm not going to post every single photo that I have on my hard drive on my Instagram page. Just not going to do that. Why? I want to save some shit for the gallery so people can be fucking amazed. And even people question like, dude, are these your photos? I just, you know what I do? This is what I do. Block, block, block 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 to the younger generation if i block somebody that's in their 30s they don't have the energy to go out and make a fake profile and stuff like that it's always the youngsters the, the youngsters are the ones that screenshot that yell at the camera that try to act gangster in front of the fucking camera that have this portray that they put in work that they're this they're that they're a bunch of clowns they're just a bunch of clowns they won't do nothing they're harmless they're super tough and trying to impress another younger audience I'm big bad, but you're not nothing, man. You're, you, you, got, you got the Chihuahua syndrome. The Chihuahua thinks it's a pit bull, but really it's a fucking Chihuahua. It, all it does is barking. That's all it really does. Only the younger generation will get offended by a photo being thrown all over the internet. Who gives it? Bro, if you post it on the internet, you post it on the internet. Now, if somebody screenshots your photo and creates a profile and says, I'm a photographer, these are all my photos but they're not really his photos. Yeah, that's some fuck that's some fuckery shit right there. But if I'm clearly telling people like, dude, I use my fucking Instagram page like a Tumblr. Well, nobody used to complain on Tumblr. Do you know how many times people reposted, reposted, reposted photo? Nobody knows who's the fucking photographer unless you actually wrote it in the caption on Tumblr. Nobody cared. 
Nobody cared on MySpace. Nobody cared on Techno for Us. Nobody cared on Facebook. Nobody gave a fuck. But apparently on Instagram, oh my God, when you hit it, you know what's funny is I made a, to, to go off topic, I made a second Instagram profile, right? And on that second Instagram profile, I posted the exact same photos that I would post on my main Instagram profile. I don't get shit talk because I have like close to 20, I have like 2,050 people. 2,050 people aren't talking shit. And it's so peaceful and so calm. But the one that's fucking 41,000, holy shit, like all eyes on that page, on Still Brazy's Instagram page. What is he doing next? Oh, I'm 19 years old. I'm going to screen record all of his Instagram lives. I'm going to screenshot everything. Wow, bro. Because I blocked you in the past for your fuckery acts because you don't know how to act like an adult, you want to troll me? Good luck. I'm the king of this shit. There's no way that you control me. Good luck. It's kind of like in Star Fox. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. There's no way that you can do it. I'm just living free rent space in your brain. You're focused on me. Do you know, I love the fact that I started doing this podcast and the haters are like, fuck, I hope he doesn't continue doing this podcast. Because of me doing the podcast, I didn't see how much money I made off this shit. I was looking at, I'm like, holy shit, the analytics are through the fucking roof and everybody's been DMing me, bro, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? When's the next episode? It was a complete fucking, woo. And I think it's because you have all walks of life that's listening onto the podcast and they can't really troll that. What are they going to do? Screen record my podcast? I had one hater that did that. He literally screen recorded my podcast and put it on Twitter and more people heard it and said, dude, I found you because of a hater profile. I said, how did you find my Instagram page? People said somebody had a fake profile of you and they followed me and I went to go look at your profile and I think it's great. <laughs> Doesn't that bite them in the ass? I think it comes with everything though. And I've noticed it through my favorite YouTubers and my favorite podcasters. They all got fucking haters. There's no like, again, when you block an individual off social media, they take that to heart. If somebody blocked me on social media because I was born in the eighties, lost my virginity in the nineties, graduated in the two thousands, I'll wipe my ass with that shit and kick rocks. But the kids that were born in 95, 96, 97, all the way and up, they take that shit offensive, dude. They take that shit like a big slap in the face. They take that shit disrespect because they're always on their phone. I'm always on my phone too, but I get a kick out of it. I love getting a kick out of fucking pissing people off. Oh, I love that shit. That shit, that shit gets me going. I love it. I really do. It's funny how I went off topic from cameras all the way to, you know, kids that are these I don't want to, I don't want to just focus on the negative, the negative weirdo kids that just hate on me. There's a lot of youngsters out there that really support me in what I do. There's a lot of youngsters. Like I got this one youngster, right? He's 17 years old. He works at little Caesars and he bought three prints off of me, three prints. And my prints are not cheap. I don't sell this shit for 25, $30. I sell them. It's definitely a three digit number. And he bought three of them off of me. He said, bro, I'm a big fan of yours. I like what you're doing. I said, wow, bro. Like you bought three of them off of me and you work at Little Caesars. Much love and respect to you because he probably has a vision and you know, maybe he wants to move up to the next step in life. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I can, if I can unlock one person's passion to do something, then I can unlock a thousand to a hundred to a thousand to possibly a million. You never know. You never know. 
And, and I'm definitely a big threat on the internet. I am a huge threat to the internet when it comes to the creative community because people see how fast I learn and how good I am. But they want to see me fall off. They want to see me not be consistent. But it ain't gonna happen, Craig. That shit ain't gonna happen, Craig. You gonna see me be consistent, Craig. That's just what it is, Craig. Oh, I love pissing people off on the internet. And it's not me just going on their Instagram page talking shit. I don't do that. I don't go on their page and be like, look at you, bro. You look like shit. I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I know how to piss people off in a way that they feel that they're being pissed off, but I'm coming at them in a complimentary manner. It's so fucking hilarious. I was really good at psychology in college. Majority of these kids barely even passed high school. Their, their attention span activity is only so far due to the kind of music that they listen to. They can't even sit through a full hour movie. Can you believe that? A, a, somebody that's 19, 20, 21, 22 can't even sit through a whole movie without looking at their phone? Just goes to show you, man. Their attention span's fucked. And, and I've proven that. I can post a fucking Harbor Area fight video on my Instagram that's 40 seconds long, and I'll get fucking 20,000 views on it with two fat kids fighting each other over Red West pizza. But I post a hard-ass fucking photo, I'll get the solid people liking my shit, not the toxic people. So I kind of made the balance. I'm like, okay, I know who's toxic, I know who's this, and I know the guys that are in the middle. There's those funny pages, go follow those funny pages. My page isn't like that. I don't post that kind of shit. I don't care for the following account. The followers does not equal any kind of revenue or income. It just doesn't work that way. It's the views that count, honestly. I mean, you can have a page that has 3,000 people on it, but if you get fucking hundreds to thousands to uh, you know, 15,000, 20,000, 25,000 views, you never know, I mean, depending on what you're putting out there. I know for a fact with the type of Instagram page that I have, it's a very niche market of people that like that kind of stuff. So obviously camera brands, things like sports brands, things in that nature, they don't want to affiliate with this because they don't know me. They don't know the person behind the page. But because I'm talking to somebody that is a manager that is in, in the industry and manages big famous artists, and I don't want to put his name out there, that's when those doors are going to open up for me. And I'm going to be put at the front line and they're going to say, well, still brazy. What is it that you're looking for? This is what we want in return. What is it that you're looking for? How is it that a photographer like myself, I'm not a rapper. I, I gave up giving the whole making beats, right? How is it that myself as a photographer, people that are rappers have beef with me. People that are rappers have love for me. There's like, like the, it's funny that the rappers that are, this is the interesting analytic from it. The rappers that are successful are the ones that support me on my Instagram page, but the rappers that are unsuccessful that are trying to make their way up are the ones that hate on me. Whoa, it's interesting. Interesting, interesting. But I got guys like YG, uh, um, I got guys like YG, Ben Baller, uh, The Alchemist, Russell Peters. There's a couple, two older basketball players. DJ Poo follows me, King T follows me. I mean, there's, a, there's multiple, uh, even Estevan Royal, one of my favorite other photographers follows me on Instagram, Boogie Photographer. Oh my God, Boogie is like, he's like the, the, for the East Coast photography, street photography, he's like the king of the grit of East Coast gangster street photography. Estevan's the West, like the West Coast godfather of street photography when it comes down to gangster, but he balanced it out with artists. But Boogie, he's an 
he's old school Russian that went to New York and documented in the 90s on some fucking gangster shit, some gutter shit. Like if you listen to a Big L rap record and look through Boogie Photographer's book, his photo book, it just goes hand to hand. You could listen to any 90s East Coast gritty hip hop and just go through his book. Holy motherfucking shit. And I literally built a relationship with him in the past two weeks. And he's been kind of like prepping me and like, hey, bro, you should get, I think you should get this camera. I think you should look into getting this. This is from an OG, you know, and I, and I take that into consideration because I feel like when OGs kind of put, you know, give you what we like to call in the Mexican body, you give you clecha, you want to eat that up because it's going to help benefit your style because they're seeing, they're seeing where your style's going. These guys are older. They want to see that new next generation, you know, rise up. And let me tell you something. I'm Kobe in this bitch when it comes to photography. No motherfucking cap, as the youngsters would say. No motherfucking cap. I'm Kobe in this bitch, motherfucker, and I'm coming. Trust me. My shutter game is so fucking fly. I'm not kidding you that these dudes look at my shit. They look, they look like, damn, this shit's fucking hard as fuck. Fuck this dude, though. We got to find some dirt on him. What dirt are we going to find on him? Unless I put it out there for the internet, for the internet to eat. Unless, kind of like how I told the internet and on my first podcast episode that I wanted to be a cop when I was a kid. I even posted it on my, my, my explore picture, on my main profile picture. And you know what the haters did? They screenshotted my Instagram page. They zoomed into my profile picture. They posted it. He's a fed. Who says that? We never used to say that shit back in the day. He's a fed. He's 12. Motherfucker, I was 12 in that picture. <laughs> Literally. He's 12. We never used to talk like that. You don't hear NWA say fuck 12. They might say fuck the police. Like have some pride in that shit. If you're going to disrespect cops, say fuck the police then. Stop saying fuck 12 ACAB. You fucking new generation. That shit came from Atlanta. You skinny jean wearing fucking weirdo you think you a thug you ain't shit motherfuckers got guns pointing it at the camera with prop guns motherfuckers y'all ain't got no guns stop it i see where those guns are coming from y'all got prop guns you're over here trying to throw shade at me with prop guns stop it craig stop it stop lying craig stop motherfucking lying the ones that are intellectual smart that want to learn something that want to learn uh, to to have their passion unlocked those are the ones that i like to interact with you know, like as far as, okay, bro, this is, this is what, what's up. The ones that think they know it all, get the fuck out of here, homie. You don't know shit, my boy. Stop fucking capping. You don't know shit. A la verga. You don't know nothing. Nothing, my friend. Nothing. Those are the ones I stay the fuck far away from. Like, block. Get the fuck off my shit. Have you ever met Stillberry? No, but fuck that fool. Why you say fuck that fool? The fool steals photos, dog. In your definition, what is stealing a photo? Fuck, fool, there's a feature on an iPhone, dog, that you can screenshot. I don't know how they put that on there, fool, but that's against the, 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 the rules of the internet street. You're not allowed to screenshot, bro. Okay, well, what if he didn't screenshot? Maybe he held down hard on the picture, and at the bottom of the picture from the website that he got it from says save. What do you do then? Well, it doesn't matter, dog. He posted it on his page, fool. That ain't right, dog. He has to tag the photographer. Well, what if he doesn't know the photographer and the, and the photos all over the internet? I don't know, dog. You're asking too many questions, fool. You're asking too many questions. See, that's, that's the problem with today's generation. They don't know because their mindset is short. Their attention span is short. They can only go so far with the way they think, my boy. They don't seek to understand. That's the problem with the younger generation. They're quick to react without thinking. It's kind of like, watch what you say before you say it. 
They don't watch what they say before they say it. They say it. They see the repercussions that they're getting back. Then they want to come out and say, hey, that's my bad. I wasn't in the right state of mind. Of course, because you're barred out. Fucking weirdo. I stay away from a lot of these youngsters, man. I kind of keep to myself. And you know what's interesting? The dudes that been through the system that know me from way back in the day that got out, that got their shit together. Those are the dudes that I talk to and I have a solid relationship with. My, my jacket in the streets has always been clean. The only thing that people can say is, oh, fuck that fool. He don't come around. What you mean he don't come around? He's out there photo shooting every day in MacArthur Park because he's not standing around sucking balloon out of a out of a fucking nitrous tank and fucking what's up, fool? <laughs> come on, man. These motherfuckers out here got the game twisted. It's all about making money in your community. It's all about taking that money and buying real estate in your community so you can have a longevity for your family. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. But I've outgrown those mistakes into the man that I am today. And I built relationships with really solid people, guys that are cops and, you know, guys that are, uh, uh, you know, ex-gang members that got out of that life that take care of their families. I, I've gotten into, I built pretty good relationships with uh, one of Kim Kardashian's lawyers. She's really cool with her husband, well, her future husband. There's so many different like um, elements that are fucking with me, but the solid elements are fucking with me. And those are the people I like to, those are the people I like to impress. I don't want to impress a youngster out there that his head is up his ass. Because let me tell you something, by me impressing the people that have made it, and those are the people that I like, that, that I get, that I like to hang around because you are on who you kick it with. When the people see me kick it with these people that have made it in life and hopefully sooner or later I make it in life and my artistic values, then you know what's going to happen? I'm going to have that connection to the, to, the, to the hood because I know where I came from. I mean, shit, it's all over my skin. I mean, I can't, I, something I can't wash off. You know, I'm not like one of these motherfuckers that's a so-called rapper that claims he's from the hood but don't help nobody out. Okay, wow, you went to go help out a corn man. That's the most cliche thing you can ever do, bro. Everybody buys from the corn man. Just because you documented him getting beat up, you know, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. You should do that without, without even having to pull your camera and say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for my raza. I'm looking like, bro, we know what you're doing. You're trying to get clout for your fucking Instagram profile. Stop. Stop doing that. That's not how you do it. You know how easy it is for me, especially as a, as a photographer to go out to a corn man in MacArthur Park and, and give him a hundred dollar bill to go buy fucking corn for what? What am I going to do that for? To get likes and for fake ass people to follow me that'll turn on you in a second? Fuck that. I don't need that shit. I'm going to stick, you know, I, I, I come from the generation where you got to stay, you, you got to stay true where you came from. You just got to stay true. That's it. You got to stay true of where you came from. Sit. Real talk. I don't wear all the weirdo colors from Chuck Taylors. I keep it simple. Blue Chuck Taylors, black Chuck Taylors. That's it. They look good for life. You can get a new pair every fucking time. They still look good until they start fucking with those, uh, those original ones. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. This motherfucker's got to fix it. everything. The music is trash. Their attitude's trash. You got Hispanic kids talking like they crips. I cuz, I cuz, neighborhood cuz. Motherfucker, you are not from rolling 60s. Don't get into an SA gang and try acting like you're a crip. That doesn't work that way. The game's fucked up. It's backwards. And they see somebody that's a little bit older acting like a youngster because there are a lot of older guys that act like they're fucking childs. 
Like, you cannot be a grown-ass man walking around with some Nike socks and some Gucci dusty slides. Stop it, Craig. And how the fuck are your teeth yellow? You over here talking about you got money, but your teeth yellow. How does that even make sense? Oh, we making money over here, man. You don't say, man, this and that. But your teeth are yellow. How? How, Craig? Take care of your hygiene, my boy. God damn. Over here smelling like a skillet that hasn't been oiled on a hot summer motherfucking day. Stanky ass breath motherfuckers. Dusted and disgusted. Keep your hygiene up. Keep your diet up. You know what? You, you know what's dope is when you see a rapper that keeps himself clean. That eats clean. But he could still magnate towards the hood. And know how to talk to the, to the community. Not going to your Instagram live and be like. On hood. On hood. Hey. Hey. I'm an SA. I'm from here. 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 On hood. Hey. Cuz. Hit the balloon. Cuz. Hit the balloon. God damn, bro. You're destructive. You about to get pulled over in your whole shit. Like, that's the thing, though. And I could see it. I could see it with these youngsters. All it takes is one pullover. You got a burner on you. You got fucking whatever, whatever shit on you. That's it, bro. Your rap career done. Like, say bye. You about to get some years now. You know, like, all right, good luck. When you could have just done it right. You could have just done it right. Just don't know how to engage, man. You don't know how to keep composure. You don't know how to how to show integrity for yourself or for your barrio. A lot of these dudes don't show integrity to their barrio. They show integrity to their barrio on Instagram. Oh, let me be tough on Instagram so I can show people so they can respect me. Stop it, homie. You 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 got into the gang too late. Same with a lot of these new crip rappers. They're come on, bro. Stop it. You never put in work for your hood. Oh, why are you trying to set me up on a destructive path? Stop it. Stop it. You, you, you wanted to, that's like saying, that's like saying, okay, fine. You're a police officer, but you're not allowed to go protect the people or get into your car and drive around. Well, you're a gang member. What are you supposed to do? You're just supposed to sit there and become a rapper. Okay. I get that. But what are you doing? That's that's for the community. Yeah. Talk is cheap. Cause a lot of these so-called rappers talk about community, but they're not about action. They don't do shit. Well, you're going to go give money to a corn man? Fuck that. Why don't you have a line of people buying from that corn man that you're paying for? Okay, that's a start. Why don't you buy buildings and properties within that community so people can live in? Why don't you do that? No, they, they can't. They, because they don't think past the block. That's the problem. They don't look at the bigger picture. They only look at, damn, let me hit the refresh feed. Refresh. Their dopamine. See, people aren't addicted to meth now. You have your meth heads, right? But the new addiction in this generation is Instagram. Pull down, hit refresh. Let's look at that little circle. Wow, I got a hundred likes. Oh shit, a thousand likes. Oh my god, I got a comment. Let's see what they comment. Fire, fire, fire emoji. You're a real one, dog. They're feeding. Oh my god. Hey, bro, I'm not really feeling your shit. Fuck you, dog. You're a hater, homie. You're a hater, dog. What? I just said I'm not feeling your shit. You're a hater, fool. Don't say shit, dog. Fuck yeah. Look at all the people that love me. That's the generation that we're in. Hmm. Sad. That's why for me, I can give a fuck less. I can give a motherfuck. As long as I'm, as long as I'm, as long as the people that I've built relationships with are happy with the things that I post on my social media and I'm happy with them personally, I think that's great. I can give a fuck about everybody else, to be honest with you. You know, like for all it gives a fuck, you can unfollow me. But it's the people that 
still hate me but want to follow me. Oh, fuck pigs. Why do you follow my Instagram page then? Why? Just so you can say fuck pigs? <laughs> Go do that on somebody else's Instagram page. Not mine, my boy. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me ship this coffee right quick. telling you man it, it it's it, it's just a fuck fuckery of, of a generation anyways you guys i just got to say much love and respect uh thank you for those people the positive people i know that i was more focusing on the the shit and i'm going to completely kind of stay away from that i just wanted to get this out and let people know that i'm going to be getting a new camera really soon i'm either looking into fuji because Fuji, man, they're really stepping it up. Either Fuji or I'm go, I'm, I might get into Sony. I think I might just pull the trigger on Sony. I don't know yet, man. I'm, I have to go and go play with both of these cameras. But I'm definitely going to get a new camera pretty soon. It's been a week and a half and it's been a long month since I dropped episode seven. And I promise you, I am saying this from the bottom and the top of my heart. I am going to release an episode every fucking week. Even if we got to talk about shoes. I don't give a shit. We are going to consistently do this. I don't give a fuck if we have to talk about, oh my God, I met this girl. I went on a date with her and she fucked me over. Oh my God, it went great. And she wanted to hook up, but I didn't because I have morals. <laughs> things like that. We're going to consistently talk about these things. And I just want to say much love and respect to everybody out there. The people who've been buying prints, the people that have been supporting me, trust me, you guys do not go like it, it, it doesn't, you guys are not, uh, un, what's the word I'm looking for? You guys are seen. I see you guys. I see you guys out there. I engage with you guys all the time that you guys contact me and talk with me and things in that nature. The people that support me are the ones that never talk shit. Yeah. They might have their opinion here and there, but they never talk shit. And they've been followers of mine for man, like three, four five years, consistent followers straight up. And I just want to say, I love y'all. Thank you so much. And when the gallery opens up, I hope that we can all be there and we could just all laugh. Like, I, I love to laugh more than I like to get upset. I love to laugh. And we could just all laugh and be like, damn, bro, look at these. Remember this was on this Instagram profile? Remember this time when you posted this? Like, it's going to be a good time, you guys. And I just want to say, again, much love and respect to everybody that's tuning on in, that's been following me, and that's just been grinding out with me, too, because you guys are with me on this journey. And I do this for y'all, honestly. Well, for photography, I do for myself, but I like to share it with y'all. That's the thing. That's how it works. All right, you guys, much love and respect. I'm out.